Welcome to Zichud Avsi. My name is Rabbi Avram Goldhai, and today we're in Sechus Psachim Daf Hey. So the three points we're going to focus on: number one, the Gemara Daf Dalad on the base asks, "What the source is that we burn the chametz on the fourteenth of Nisan?" Abaye answers that we find two contradictory psukim. One pasuk states, "Shivas Yamim Sorlu Yimatzim Bevatechem." For seven days, leaven may not be found in your homes. And another pasuk states, "Ach BeYomer Rishon Tashbishu Sormevatechem." On the first day, you must destroy the leaven in your houses. Abai explains that these psukim are contradictory because if a chametz cannot be in one's house for seven days, then how can one be supposed to burn it on the first of the seven days? Rather, says Abai, the word Rishon here is referring to the day before, meaning the Pasig is saying to burn the chametz a day before Pesach on the 14th. The Gemara brings another source for this, that Rishon here means the day before, as the base Midrash of Rabbi Shmuel have a bright, so that states that we find the 14th day is called Rishon in the Torah, as it says, on the first, on the 14th day of the month. A third source is brought from Rav Nachman Yitzchak, who says that the word Rishon means the day prior to, not the first day of the Chag. As it says in the Pasuk, Harishon Adam Tevalet, were you born prior to Adam? Point number two, the basement of Shabbat brings a brace to the states. The reward the Bnei Israel received for keeping three mitzvahs, where the word Rishon is mentioned with them in the Torah, was that they merited three outcomes where the word Rishon is mentioned. The reward for keeping the mitzvah of not doing Malach on Pesach, which it says Rishon, was that they will eventually destroy the children of Esau, with whom it says, the reward for refraining from Malacha and Sukkot, which it says Rishon, was that they built the base of Mikdash. As it says, like the throne of glory exalted from at first is the place of our sanctuary. And the reward for taking a dolled medium on Sukkot, of which it says Rishon, is to receive the name of Mashiach, as it says, Rishon Tzion Hina Hinam, the first of Tzion, behold, they are here. And point number three, the Gemara asks, what the Pasuk of Shiva's Yamim Sorl Yimatzebevatechem, for seven days Levin may not be found in your homes, is teaching us, once we already know this from the Pasuk of V'lo Soor and you may not see Levin in your borders. The Gemara answers that since it states that Levin may not be seen to you, we might infer that we could see that of Nachim or Hektish, or that one could hide Chametz, or accept the Pasuk from Nachim. The Pasuk therefore states, Lo it should not be found. From the Pasuk of we might think that you cannot keep chametz in your house, as then the chametz will always be with you, but you may keep it in pits, ditches, and caves. Therefore, the words come to teach you that it's forbidden for one to keep chametz anywhere in one's borders. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara on Dabdalama base asks, what the source is that we burn chametz on the 14th of Nisan? Abai answers that we find two contradictory psukim. One Pasuk states, Shiva's Yamin Soli Matzabatechim, seven days, Levin may not be found in your homes. And another Pasuk states, On the first day, you must destroy the leaven in your houses. Abai explains that these psukim are contradictory because if a chametz cannot be in one's house for seven days, then how can one be supposed to burn it on the first of the seven days? Rather, says Abaya, the word Rishon here is referring to the day before, meaning that the Pasuk is saying to burn the chametz a day before Pesach on the 14th. The Gemara brings another source for this, that Rishon here means the day before, as the base Midrash of Rabbi Shmuel have a bracelet that states that we find that the 14th day is called Rishon on the Torah. As it says, Barishon ba'arba asar yom on the first, on the 14th day of the month. A third source is brought from Rav Nachman Yitzchak, who says that the word Rishon means the day prior to, not the first day of the Chag. As it says in the Pasuk, Rishon Adam Tavalet, were you born prior to Adam? 
Point number two, the base midrash Rabbi Shmuel brings a price that states, "Beschar shlosha rishon zachul shlosha rishon." The reward the Bnei Israel will receive for keeping three mitzvahs, where the word rishon is mentioned with them in the Torah, is that they merited three outcomes where the word rishon is mentioned. The reward for keeping the mitzvah of not doing the malacha on Pesach, which it says rishon, was that they will eventually destroy the children of Esav, of whom it says, "Yetsay rishon admoni kulo ka'adera seyar." The reward for refraining from Malachan and Sukkot, of which it says Rishon, was that they built the base of Migdash. As it says, Kisei Kavod Marum Rishon Makom Mikdashenu, like the throne of glory, exalted from at first, is the place of our sanctuary. The reward for taking the doll meeting on Sukkot, of which it says Rishon, is to receive the name of Mashiach. As it states, Rishon Latzion Hine Hinam. The first of Zion, behold, they are here. And point number three, the Gemara asks, What the Pasuk Shiva's Yamim Sorl Yimatsim Bevatechem, for seven days leaven may not be found in your homes, is teaching us. Once we already know this from the Pasuk of, you may not see leaven in your borders. The Gemara answers that since it's stated that leaven may not be seen to you, we might infer that we could see that of Nachrim or Hektish or that one could hide Chametz or accept deposits from Nachrim. The Pasuk therefore states, it should not be found. From the Pasuk of, we might think that you cannot keep Chametz in your house, as then the Chametz will always be with you, but you may keep it in pits, ditches, and caves. Therefore, the words come to teach you that it's forbidden for one to keep chametz anywhere in one's borders. All right, so now we go to our sim for Duff Hay, and the simon is hay, like haystacks. So here goes. The neighborhood kids who stacked bundles of hay to burn chametz on the 14th day of Nisan were thrilled tossing little red hairy Aesop dolls into the fire, along with oodles of chametz they found in pits, ditches, and caves. Once again, in slow motion. The neighborhood kids who stacked bundles of hay, hey, that must be more on Duff Hay. The neighborhood kids who stacked bundles of hay to burn chametz on the 14th day of Nisan, which reminds us that Gemara brings three sources for how we know that chametz is burned on the 14th of Nisan, based on clarifying the meaning of Rishon in the Pasuk of Ach Rishon Tashbishu Sor So the neighborhood kids who stacked bundles of hay to burn chametz on the 14th day of Nisan were thrilled tossing little red hairy of dolls into the fire, which reminds us that the reward the Bnei Yisrael received for keeping three mitzvahs where the word Rishon is mentioned with him in the Torah, was that they married three outcomes where the word Rishon is mentioned, the destruction of the children of Esav, the building of the base of Migdash, and the name of Mashiach. So the neighborhood kids who stacked bundles of hay to burn chametz on the 14th day of Nisan were thrilled tossing little red hairy Esav dolls into the fire, along with oodles of chametz they found in pits, ditches, and caves. Which reminds us that both psukim of Balyura and Balyamatzah are needed. Balyura teaches that even chametz found in pits, ditches, and caves in your borders is forbidden. And Balyamatza teaches that even chametz which is not seen but is just found is forbidden. So once again, the neighborhood kids who stacked bundles of hay to burn chametz on the 14th day of Nisan were thrilled tossing little red hairy Aesop dolls into the fire, along with oodles of chametz they found in pits, ditches, and caves. All right, now it's time for our three block back, Chazara. So the Simhardab base is a bias, is a house. Here goes. The house, house, that must mean Rondaf, base. The house was filled with people searching for chametz with candles, which reminds us. The opening mission of the Masechta begins, Or la bas are botkinus of chametz or in there. The night of the 14th of Nisan, we search for the chametz by the light of a candle. Rashi explains that the bedika is done so one does not transgress the prohibitions of bal yirah or bal yamatzah. You may not see chametz in your possession, and you may not find chametz in your possession. The Gemara begins by asking, my or, what is the meaning of or? Rav Huda says, nage, it means light, which the Gemara presently understands to mean daytime. And Rav Yudah says, Leila, it means night. Rashi explains that according to Rav Huna, one would begin the Bedika when it begins to get light in the morning of the 14th. A candle is used because the sky is mostly dark at that time. The Gemara poses several challenges to each position. So the house is filled with people searching for chametz with candles, as the light of the stars shone brightly, which reminds us the Gemara challenged Rav Huna from the Pasuk, Ha'u kochok praise him all the stars of Or. 
This apparently means all the stars which appear at night, and therefore we see that or means night. The Gemara answers the Pasuk means Praise them all the stars that give light. The Gemara asks that even the stars that do not give light should praise the Kodesh Baruch Hu, and explains that really all the stars do give light. Rather, the Pasuk means to teach that the light of the stars is also called or. This is relevant in regard to if someone made a neder, not to benefit from or, it would be forbidden to him to benefit from the light of the stars. So the house was filled with people searching for comets with candles as the light of the stars shone brightly over a king that danced joyously outside. Which reminds us, the more challenge of Yehuda from the Pasuk, I had said, only darkness will shadow me, but the night became or around me. Rashi explains that David Amalek thought that he would die in the darkness of his troubles, but then night became day for him and his troubles disappeared. Since or is contrasted with night, it seemingly means day. The Gemara answers that what David Melch meant was, I had said, only darkness would shadow me in the world to come, which is analogous today. But now, even in this world, which is analogous to night, has become light around me. Rush explains that David expected it would be dark for him in Om Haba because of his sin with Bathsheba. In the end, even Om Hazeb became light for him when it was shown that he was forgiven in front of his detractors when the doors of the base of Migdash would not open until Shlomo Melch mentioned that they should open in the merit of David. Therefore, the meaning of the word or here does not mean day, but rather light. Daf Gimel. So the similar Daf Gimel is camels. So here goes. The camel ride. Camels? That must mean Ron Daf Gimel. The camel ride trip to the Natahar Animal Zoo, which reminds us, after bringing a Bryce from the Academy of Shmuel, which used the word Lele for night, the Gemara asked where our Tana didn't use the word Lele as well. The Gemara answers, Lishnama al Yehudanakat. The Tana used a refined expression, as Rabbi Yishuban Levi taught, A person should never omit a coarse expression from his mouth, for we see that the Torah deviated by adding eight letters so as not to express a Dabra Maguna, as it says in the Pusik. From the animals that are tahor and from the animals that are not tahor. By writing that are not tahor rather than just tame, the Torah demonstrates the importance of refined speech. Rashi explains that the Gemara doesn't mean that the word night is coarse, but rather just as Rabbi Yeshub and Levi says that one should not use a coarse expression, so too our Tani uses the word or, which is a nice way of saying the word night. So the camel ride in the not tahor animal zoo with the Rebbe who concisely called them Tame, which reminds us after the Gemara recorded a number of instances in which the Torah avoided using the word Tame, the Gemara asks, And is the word Tame not written in the Torah? The Gemara answers that wherever the coarse expression and its more refined substitute are equal in length, the Torah uses the more refined expression, and wherever the more refined expression is longer, the Torah uses the more concise expression. This is in accordance with that which was said in the name of Rav, and some say the Rav said it in the name of Rabbi Meir, A person should always teach his Talmud in a concise manner. So the Camorite trip in the Not-Tahor Animal Zoo, with the Rebbe who concisely called them Tame, was a great success, except for the kid who complained the box lunch they gave him looked like a lizard's tail. Which reminds us that Gamora brings a number of incidents to demonstrate the importance of using refined language. There were three Kohanim who had each received a share of the Lechem upon him. One said he received a portion the size of a bean. The second one said he received a portion the size of a kazai. So the third one said he received a portion the size of a lizard's tail. They investigated the yichus of the third one and found a Shemit's psul, a psul in his yichus. The Gemara asks how an acting Kohan can be investigated if he's unfit, since Kohanim are checked for disqualifications in the yichus before they serve, and offers two reasons. One answer is to say, instead, shachat's psul, meaning 
that he displayed some disqualifying arrogance. Since he disparaged the offerings when he spoke, he's unfit to serve. The second answer is that here his lineage was checked again because he had compromised himself. Rashi explains that the way that he spoke indicated that he had not been checked out properly in the first place, and therefore a new investigation was required. Dafdal, so the symbol Dafdal is a door. So here goes. The man from Dun banging on the Bastin's door. Door, that must be more than Duff Dalad. The man from Dun banging on the Bastin's door, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses how certain people would talk according to the shaver that they had belonged to. There was one person that anytime he had business dealings with someone, he would tell them, Dunudini, judge my judgment, meaning let's go to court. And he would only listen to what a judge would have to say. People said that this man certainly comes from the tribe of Dun, of whom it states, Dun Yadina Moka Echad Shivte Israel. Dun will judge his nation like one of the Shvatim of the Jewish people. There was another person who would say, Akif Yama Sisnibirasa. If I was able to build palaces, I would build them by the shore. And he would always praise the shore. People searched into his genealogy and found that he descended from the Shevet Zvulun, of whom it says, Zvulun Yamim Yishkon. Zvulun will dwell by the seashore. So the man from Dun banging on his base den's door while his whole family was in their rented home, busy checking for chametz with their candles, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, V'nivdok Meshis, the search for chametz should be done at the beginning of the sixth hour of the 14th of Nisan, which is right before it becomes forbidden at the beginning of the seventh hour. Why does the search for chametz take place the night of the 14th? The Gemara suggests that it's due to the rule of Zerizim Magdim Lamitzvahs, people have alacrity to do mitzvahs as early as possible. But questions this answer being that this rule only means that one should do a mitzvah as far back as that morning, but not the night before. The Gemara shows us from the fact that Avram Avinu left for the Akeda in the morning, but not the night before. Rav Nachman Yitzchak answers that the nighttime is when everyone is home, and it's time that the candle works well for checking for chametz. So the man from Dun banging on the base den's door while his whole family was in their rented home busy checking for chametz with their candles, want to hear what the Dine would say about their landlord, who didn't do a badika. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Hamaska bayas l'chaver, if one rents out his house for Pesach, mechez is baduk, baduk, and there's a chazaka the landlord had already done badika, and the renter found out that he did not, is this called a mechach Abai answered that it's not a mechiktaus and explained that it certainly is not a mechiktaus in a place where people do not hire workers to do bedika, but rather they search for chametz themselves. For it's axiomatic that a person is pleased to fulfill a mitzvah with his body. Rashi explains that even if he had known that the house was not searched, he would nevertheless have rented it. And even if this case happened in an area where people pay workers to check their house for chametz, and therefore the renter will have to pay money, he would still not have backed out. For a person is happy to fill a mitzvah with his possessions. All right, now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions, but this time I'm going to throw in two more, so we have all the topics covered here. So here goes. Which stuff do we have the incident where Cohen's coarse expression led to the discovery of a psul and his yichas? That's on Duff? Gimel. Good. Number two. Which stuff when the David Melch felt that his night became light when it was shown to his detractors that he was forgiven? That's on Duff? Bays. Good. Number three. Which stuff does the Torah go out of its way to use a refined expression, even though this means adding letters to the Torah? That's on Duff. Gimel. Good. Number four. Which stuff did the Gemara bring three sources for why the Beor is done on the 14th, based on the word Rishon in the Pasuk? That's on Duff. Hey. Good. Number five. Which stuff did the one that a Rebbe should teach his Talmud Belush and Katsar in a concise language? That's on Duff. Gimel. Good. Number six. Which stuff do we learn that people speak according to the shaver they belong to? That's on Duff. Dalit. Good. Number seven. Which stuff do we learn that one who took a netter not to benefit from light would be forbidden to get Hana from the light of the stars? That's on Duff. Base. Good. Number eight. 
which of the women the Bnei Israel was rewarded for doing three mitzvahs with Rishon in them, that they married three outcomes related to the concept of Rishon. That's on Duff. Hey, good. Number nine. Which of the women of the Bidika is the night of the 14th because people are home and the candle is effective. That's on Duff. Dalad. Good. Number 10. Which of the women that the Pasuk of Bal Yerah is coming to teach that one cannot have chametz in pits, ditches, and caves? That's on Duff. Hey, good. Number 11. Which stuff do we have in what the meaning of the word or is, if it means night or day? That's on Duff. Base. Good. Number 12. Which of the one that is not a mechaktaus, if someone rented a house with a chazaka, that the landlord did the bedika and he didn't do the bedika? That's on Duff. Dalad. Excellent. All right. That concludes this pop quiz. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.